Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast. Today, we have a special guest in the house, and that guest is Hanaya, who is the newest artist on Rogue Media 805. Possibly the first artist, I mean, if you don't count all of us, but um, Rogue Media 805, for those that don't know, is our new uh, multimedia production facility in Paso Robles, California. It's where we record the podcast now. It's where we have the studio uh, with Roach Clip, and we uh, we we found we found this girl, someone that uh, someone that I've known for a few years, and you know she always told me she could sing. I always told her that I could rap, and we never actually listened to each other's music until very recently. Um, we got together, started making music. She came over one day. Wrote something to a song, recorded it, blew everybody's minds. Nick and I looked at each other. Big money signs popped up in our eyeballs. And, you know, you could hear that old Jewish piano playing in the background. And we said, we're going to make her a star. We're going to make some money. She's got something crazy that other people don't have. And she just loves making music. You know what I mean? She's humble. She, I mean, she knows that she could sing good, but she's not like, Oh, I fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'm the best artist ever, and I'm, I'm the greatest singer in the world. And oh, she thinks she could sing. She can't sing like me. It's not like that. You know what I mean? She's, she's really cool, really down to earth, and just loves making music. That's the whole thing. That's, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is that she enjoys making music, and you know, that, that's what I like about it. The money and the fame and all this stuff. That's all secondary. If that never comes which most likely it never will for 99% of the people that are trying to do whatever it is that they're doing entertainment-wise, most of those people are never going to make it. But the, 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 uh, the worst-case scenario, if you plan it right, is that you have a catalog of whatever it is that you make that you've put out over the years and you're proud of it and you had a good time making it and you enjoy it and you stand behind it. That's what's most important to me. And it seems like that's what's most important to her. So she's been here. She's been making a bunch of tracks. We just now launched all of her pages. So she's on uh, SoundCloud as well as uh, her Facebook pages up, artist page, and her Instagram. So you can find those at Hanaya Music, H-A-N-I-A-H. I'll put all the links in the description. And... um Today I have her in on the podcast and we're just going to kind of, you know, talk a little bit, get to know her and hopefully you could learn a little bit about her as a person and then go and check out our music and I hope you enjoy it. I really think you will. One second. Had to pause it, clear my throat. Man, so I've been getting over this cold and against my better judgment, I went to Hollywood last night. And we went and saw an episode of Kill Tony. I want to talk about this real quick before we start this episode. Um, for people that don't know, Kill Tony is a podcast that's recorded at the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California. And they uh, it's hosted by Tony Hinchcliffe. And he is uh, one of the biggest up-and-rising young comedians in the world. This is the number one live podcast ever out of all podcasts. And I've been watching, uh, I've been listening to Kill Tony for a long time. So it was really cool to go and see it. Luis J. Gomez was there from the Legion of Skanks, which is another one of my favorite podcasts. 
too short was there, just being too short, too shorting it up. And uh, it was like, it was a crazy fucking experience, dude. It was an awesome show. I got to see Malcolm Hatchett, who is uh, the regular on Kill Tony, and he fucking killed it. This dude is still living in his car in Hollywood, much like, you know, a lot of struggling artists. They move to Hollywood, don't have a lot, you know, live in their car, make shit happen until they blow up or they have to move back home. Well, Malcolm moved to town, lived in his car. Uh, his car broke down. They put up a GoFundMe. He got a bunch of money and bought a new car, which he is now living in, a nicer car. So he's, you know, according to Tony telling these stories, he's got, you know, some upcoming projects. He has a manager now. He's been talking to a lot of talent scouts and agencies and stuff like that. One of the biggest agencies in Hollywood. And he's still out here struggling, out living in his car. And just uh, one of the funniest dudes ever. Like, I guarantee that he's going to be one of the biggest names in comedy in five years. Like, I could stand behind that statement for sure. And I got to see him when he was still living in his car, which is fucking insane to me. So, <clears throat> you know, I've been really into comedy for the past. I mean, I've been into comedy my whole life, but I've been like really, really into comedy for the past like five years, I would say. And I've, I'm currently watching the Showtime show, I'm Dying Up Here, which is about the comedy store in the 70s. And Mitzi Shore, who's the owner, Polly Shore's mom. And she was the one that would that would pass all these comics and make them break all these careers. And it was just so insane to like to go there, walk in through the door, go into the main room of the comedy store. I heard one of the door guys was like, um, someone bought a VIP booth for 40 bucks and it was the last one. And I wish that I would have known because I would have bought it. But they were like, OK, VIP booth, 40 bucks. This dude's buying the middle booth. And the other doorman's like, which one? And he goes, the one right behind Mitzi's chair. So it's where Mitzi would sit and watch all the comics in the main room. And it was right behind her chair. And I was like, that's fucking insane to me that I am here right now in like the hub of comedy. And, and the whole, this day of resurgence of comedy where, you know, everything's coming back. And a lot of these comedians are the last spot for free speech in a time to where you can't say anything. And, you know, I think that comedy died off for a while. It went into, you know, the Jeff Dunham's and the blue collar comedy tours of the world. But now really good comedy is on the top again. And it was just an amazing show, amazing experience. I'm going again in a couple weeks. I'm going to save up some money and do it again. Killed Tony at the comedy store was off the hook. Um, so that's it. That's what happened to me. So enjoy this episode with Hanaya, brand new artist on Rogue Media 805. Go follow her. Go, uh, not like in real life, like a weirdo, but follow her pages and click the links, click like, click subscribe, let her know what you think of her music, all right? So here it is. Hope you enjoy. I don't drink soda. So, have you ever heard of Poe's Law? No. Poe's Law is when you, uh, like, make fun of something or troll something 
so much that it becomes indistinguishable from the people that actually enjoy it. So. Oh, yeah. Like if you like something and somebody like overplay, like the radio, they'll overplay music and you'll be like, oh, I'm done with this song. No. It's oh, like, okay. it's, it's like if you start ironically liking something, like making fun of it, and then you start, even if you don't actually like it. So like an, an example. It popular from you making fun of it? No. An example is, is my guy. So okay. I hear these kids say my guy and I'm like, that's fucking retarded. Why do you all say, hey, my guy, that's hella dumb. So I start saying it as a joke. And then you start doing hey, it. Hey, my guy, hey, my guy, my guy. And then someone else, a third party that's watching it, it's indistinguishable, me and them. They can't tell that I'm doing it as a joke. So I become what I'm making fun of is Poe's Law. Wow. And we all fall victim to it in yeah. a bunch of different ways. No, I can see that. Just something that you start making fun of. Like dabbing. Like, like a lot of people would start dabbing to make fun of it, and then they start really doing it, and you're like, yeah. oh, man. And now the fucking ro- bunch of roach clips running around, dabbing all over the place, <laughs> dabbing on everyone. One of my best friends did that. She started doing it as a joke, and then she started doing it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'd have to stop her. She'd be like, thank you, but no. And I guess it, it kind of counts with like a... Like like reality TV. Like if you start... Like, like the Kardashians, for example, if you like watch it because you hate it, and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this fucking train wreck of a show. Four seasons later, you're a fucking Kardashians fan. You're watching the show. Like, yeah, it loops you in that way. Yeah. So it's like, whether you hate watching it or love watching it, it's you're the same thing. You're it. watching it. You're selling negative, advertising. Negative publicity is publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. I think I need to turn you up. You do. I, I told you that. I don't know. You heard me. Um, Through these headphones. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Testing, testing, testing. I'm still really quiet. How about... How about maybe I yell? Holy shit. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You went all the way. Holy shit. Uh-huh. I didn't even talk that much louder, though. All right, try it now. I turned okay. it up. So now I'm good, you think? What the fuck? Why did you, why did you go, <laughs> okay, so now I'm good, I think. Because this is how I really I'm, talk, though. Talk okay, hold on. Here you go. I'm going to talk like this. Here you go, Booyah. Okay, how about this? Is that better for you? You talk how you normally talk. This is how I'm going to talk now. All right. What up, Booyah? I'm going to turn this up. Okay, because I'm still quiet, even though we had this conversation. <laughs> there it is. Is that better? Is it? You're the guy who does the levels. I have no idea. I'll figure it out in post. We um, just act like we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. To make it happen. <laughs> Sometimes things are unplugged, we plug some things back in, and it seems to work. It's already hot in here after we turn that AC off. I know. We should open the... No. Open the door? It's kind of nicer outside, but bugs. I don't know if that's going to work. It's not going to work. Are you getting hot in here taking off all your clothes now? Yeah, I probably shouldn't be wearing... I have one piece of clothing on. I'm good. (laughs) I probably shouldn't be wearing four shirts. It's a bad idea. So... Why are you... Four? No, I'm wearing two shirts. I was exaggerating, Hannah. I don't know what you got under that shirt. I was exact. It's nothing. Got it now, but... It's my birthday suit, no. which is three, technically. I'm wearing three True, layers. but you could have a tank top underneath that, which would make perfect sense. That's four. What, like a wife beater underneath, I, underneath the undershirt? You could be a fucking weirdo. I don't know, the Booyah. Button up? Booyah. What? We used to work together at a pizza place. Do I look like a serial killer? Don't answer that. I think that's a wise choice. Today, we're smoking on this grape stomper, which is... Uh, some very tasty weed, a uh, strong indica, and a clogged bubbler, possibly. Those little clogged. There's a poker on that. That's what I was looking for. The lighter that was in your hand. <laughs> I'm not used to it being a lighter, bro. This episode is brought to you by that thing I have in my hand. on my lighter. <laughs> the, whatever it is, it's called the thing that has tools on it. 
It's like a Swiss Army knife for <coughs> stoners. It's a boot for your lighter. A boot lighter. A boot lighter. Boot leg. Lighter boot. lighter boot. Bootleg boot. Boot bootleg and boot lighter. Yeah, a boot scooting boogie for your lighter. <laughs> no, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I might need that stuff. We're gonna see. Possibly, we'll find out. But today we are smoking on some grape stomper. It's pretty good shit. Provided generously by Boop. We're not oh, gonna you say who have it to is. add it in. Yeah, I I do. That's some extra shit. That I is do called pre-censorship. Some some dedication, yeah. I think it's called laziness. I mean, dedication would be dedication doing, to laziness. Doing editing. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's like uh, there's something like that. That's like it's like quitting, but I forget what it is. Oh yeah, like like when people are like, when are you gonna stop smoking cigarettes? Oh, I'm not a quitter. <coughs> My mom taught me not to be a quitter, so I'm not gonna quit doing something that's bad for me. It's like you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> Coming up with an excuse to to do something bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or to do something that's not necessarily healthy for you. Even though both of us here smoke cigarettes, I don't want to you hate on cigarettes. Well, no, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on cigarettes, no, but no, no. I hear him. Oh God, fuck! I hear him. <coughs> but I mean, you can't deny that cigarettes are bad for you. No, they are. Yeah, but and it's a choice. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice. And yeah. like a lot of people after, uh, after like strong psychedelic experiences or like, or like DMT shit like that. Yeah. They'll come out of it like and quit smoking, mm-hmm. and be like, kind of realize I'm poisoning myself. Like, why am I? Yeah, it's a moment of life realization. Mm-hmm. Everyone hits those points. That's kind of a point you have to reach at life. Like, you'll be doing something you hate. Like, you'll be in an unhealthy relationship or smoking cigarettes or doing something, and you know you could hear a million times how unhealthy it is for you, yeah. and you know inside. But it's gonna take that moment of realization for you to go, hmm, all right. It is. It's a single moment. Yeah. There's a lot of moments that build up to that single moment, but it's one. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Yeah, moments like that are a trip. It's crazy. But uh, I think there's I think there's a lot of them. You know what I mean? Throughout your life. Yeah. Bleep bloop bleeps. But the sad part. Is that the sound of things going through your life? Bleep bloop bleeps. That's the sound <laughs> of changing of like the changing of the tides. In oh, your life. okay, got it. Yeah. So like. Okay, cool. And like you make know, sure that. choices that you make that will affect your life. Each one's like, a bleep and a bloop. Strong, yeah, bleeps and a bloops. The the weird part. Check this out. There's people that don't bleep bloop their lifespan. There's not a single. There's maybe one, maybe one bloop. That scares me. Yeah, right. That scares me. If you have not had a bleep or a bloop, please mm-hmm. reach out to a friend. There's someone there to help you. Yeah. You need to fuck up and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's why people would uh that's why people would travel. You know what I mean? Back in the day people would like just go fucking hitchhike across California. Okay, I have this conversation a million times. You're a shark. Everyone is sharks. What? We're all sharks. What are you talking about? If why are you sharks, coming at me so hard? Not nah, you're wearing sharks on your shirt. How I weird. am. I'm a shark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. I'm a shark. You just me a shark. That? <laughs> is that why you came at Great, me so fine. hard? I'm a shark. <laughs> Wait, why are you why are you saying this right now? She knows. So what's the deal? <laughs> Why are we all sharks? We're all sharks because, it, do you know how sharks work? If they stop swimming, they sink. They die. Yeah. So we have to keep going. They can't going. breathe unless they're Think swimming. about that in the form of your emotional state in your life. If you stop doing things in your life that motivate you, that make you who you are, and that make you feel happy and free and figuring things out in your life, you sit in a box all goddamn day, you're not going to learn shit. Mm-hmm. Put, put a dog in a box and let it raise, be raised in there. 
it's not going to know anything. You didn't take it out and play with it. You didn't teach it the ways of life. Yeah. You didn't go out and make mistakes and let it learn. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. If you Ex- don't do that, you sink You sink and die emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a trip. We're all sharks. We're all sharks. I see it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, this guy that, that I recently met, he's a local uh, a local artist, a rapper in uh, South County. His name's J1. And he... Uh, he grew up here and then relocated to Oregon and then came and moved back here. And we like, we had this like show together and then like talked and like kicked it off and did uh hit it off, kicked it off. You know what I mean? <coughs> did a podcast. He's like a really cool, like spiritual dude. And he's like, uh, he's into like healing and like, you know, almost like a possibly like Buddhist. I'm not sure if it's Buddhist or not, but like, old-timey eastern you know breathing exercises and healing, meditation med- and, meditation and okay. like you know emotional suffering and shit like, like that. releasing your chakras yeah acknowledging energy. Chakras, all that weird shit okay and you know i respect it like <laughs> all that weird shit i respect it <laughs> all that weird shit i respect it you know what i mean but i don't there there's a lot of it that i like don't really necessarily believe in but there's also you parts know, of I, it that are good parts of it that are good okay that's every religion yeah, yeah exactly but that's not the point of this. The point is that he said something today. He posts these like these crazy blog posts on. <laughs> you can't do sign language on a podcast. You anymore. closed the door on that. You denied me and blocked me, and that's all you've ever asked for. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I did close the door on that because it's okay. I found a freaking. Oh my god. <laughs> this thing's clogged. Wait, off the record, real quick. No. No, my fucking dude. That whole entire thing. I found a Jesus saves. In that shit she was giving me. Oh, really? And she goes, you can't have that. (laughs) And I was like, please, what do you do with it? And me being the good fucking daughter I am, I'm all, I'm probably going to put it in the studio. Oh, no. So you guys can make fun of it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, possibly other people will. And I looked at her, she's all. You can't have it. And she took it back, and I was like, "Fucking a, dude! Mm-hmm. I should have lied, dude." It's I totally, going in my church room in my house. I totally would have put it. I totally would have put it up here, like ironically. Right there. Yeah. yeah, it said Jesus saves in like blue letters. Looks like someone made it at camp. And just be like, "God bless, God bless." Every time anybody comes in, just point at it. Mm-hmm. Be great. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, just, go ahead. just recently, I had a, uh, I had Nate Nasty, and okay. and uh, and his brother DJ in here in the podcast, and after we had recorded. I was just kind of like telling them about my my new show that I was planning, Holy Smokes, where I talk about the Bible and contradictions in it. Oh, that thing. They were very upset. <laughs> I think that they're like hardcore religious. They were all like, um, okay. And then they were like, all right, man, well, we're going to get out of here. And they bailed. And it was like a super awkward moment. So if you're out there <laughs> listening, I didn't mean to, you know shit on your religion and make it an awkward moment but wait did you already put a podcast out no you probably i was just telling them about it and i was all like oh religious is you, you know so probably. stupid and fucking probably not <laughs> thinking about it what do the holy smokes podcast yeah. it makes me want to do it even more no don't booyah 100 percent. i'm telling you what what do you do when you lose like a lot of your listeners because some of them are religious and then you're shitting on it and like it, no it's gonna be a totally different podcast it's not gonna be on this yeah but so I'm gonna start a whole new feed and everything but what so, happens when people are like so hey, you have that's to the subscribe same it's like I don't think that any of my listeners now would really care you I, know I've what I'm sorry hold on it. I constantly bring up the fact I was that, rewinding real quick 
Yeah. None of this happened. Do whatever the fuck you want in your life. I don't know why the hell. No, I ain't your mom. <laughs> I constantly bring up the fact on the show that God is not real and that it's a ridiculous concept to like base your whole life around. Okay. Here's my opinion on that. That's why you should have people like me on the show. Okay. Um, I don't think it's a ridiculous opinion. I think having an opinion on that opinion is ridiculous. Yeah. I think your mind is big enough for you and you haven't even figured it out yet. Stop trying to figure out other people's brains. <laughs> Let them do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, okay, I agree with the last part. You don't of that. have to you don't have to agree with them. If they want to be assholes, be an asshole back if you want, walk away if you want, do whatever the fuck you want. Don't, you know, don't go out of your way to be rude to somebody. If they want to be that way, you don't have to. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, everyone has their right to do whatever they want and exactly. follow whatever religion they want. Because we seem to forget that, though. Be, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of good that comes out of religion and the community of the church and all these different things, and there are a lot of people that are just trying to trying to live a good life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've got which, a crazy concept for you. Which I'm not mad at that. What? Imagine if we put a good amount of people and colonized them in a certain area and, like, had their kids. This is an awful idea. Don't ever do this. Like, I'm not marketing this. I'm thinking about it, right? It sounds like you might be. I'm not marketing it. Think about if we raised an entire group of people in their own area where gay was normal, mm-hmm. where things that weren't, you know, necessarily, like, stereotypical, like, you know, here. And it became normal for them. That's just the way we were raised. Yeah. It would be completely opposite. Yeah, it would. And they'd come out here and be like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, but what <laughs> Are we, you holding his hand? But, like, <laughs> but what we have is, you know, ignorant people that like to, you know, like their beliefs to carry on in their children. So okay. you're taught this at a young age and then you can make your own opinion as you grow older. But, you know, I as a child, I was subjected to all kinds of racism that most of it was comical racism, like, you know, just jokes and shit. Yeah. But some of it was real racism. Like some of it was, you know, people that I looked up to, people that I loved in my life, saying things about other people just because of their race. And I formed my own opinion on it as I grew up. So. Yeah. You know, I think that's the good way to be. I think in life, having people push stuff on you, though, is never necessarily a good thing. I think that as people, we should. When you plant like a seed in the ground and you you give it water and sunshine. Yeah, but we've You'd, we've all known forever that you can't get everybody to go along with something. No, you don't have to. That's what I'm saying, though. That's exactly what I'm like. What I'm. This is a plan I promote okay. for all of you guys. This is a metaphor to the plant. Here it is. So when you plant a seed in the ground, you give it water and sunshine. That's about it, and it comes out right normally. Like that's all it needs. <laughs> that's all you need to give your children. That's all you need in life. Like that's all they need is you to support them, give them the stuff they need, give them what they need to like learn the morals of life. You're not supposed to control them. You're yeah. supposed to let them grow. And grow into what they grow exactly. into. When most people modify fruits and modify things, sometimes one out, one out of like, what, 100,000, you get something good and you're like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Other than that, most of the shit ends up fucked up. Yeah. And now in today's culture, we have people that are deciding for their kids at a, at like four years old that they're transgender and that mm-hmm. they you know should be a girl and that they should start taking hormones. Okay. Before yeah. they can even make that decision for I think, themselves. I think that if you don't have that, you know, most kids don't even know who the fuck they are until they're 25. Yeah. Realistically. That's when. I'm not trying to be mean. No, that's your. 
It's just true. The frontal lobe of your brain, which is for decision making, doesn't even turn on until you're 25. Oh, that's true. It doesn't even. I think I hit early. I peaked. (laughs) It it doesn't even become active until Uh you're mid. I don't know about that. I think I have gray hairs on my head at 21 because something that's measured completely by age. I do think that it is by experience and the things you face and how you face them and how early you have to go through them and actually go through them, not actually say you go through them. But it's when you finally realize the actual concept of life and what you're doing out here. Yeah. If you don't know that, if you're still waking up every day worrying about what the fuck everyone's going to, you know, no one cares what you're wearing. Let's be 100% honest. If you're, you dress trashy, you dress trashy. If you don't dress good, you don't dress good, whatever. Who cares Nobody's if you're wearing a blue it. shirt or a red shirt? Yeah. Tomorrow you're going to remember it. It's like, not the clothes you wear. It's the person you are under them. Yeah. So like, you don't know who you are until you hit that point where you make those decisions by yourself without putting anyone else before it. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to tell me at 14 years old when you still worry about little tiny things like that and the people around you that you know exactly what you want to be for the rest of your life right there when you don't even know who you love yet. You don't even know love. You don't know shit like that. You don't have a concept of real life. Yeah. So I forget where, oh wait, I know why this whole thing started. And that was J1 uh, goes on these, uh, he like posts these like blog posts that are... Uh, no, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rational part of a teen's brain isn't fully developed and won't be until 25 or so. In fact, research has found that adult and no. teen brains work differently. Adults think with the prefrontal cortex, the brain's rational part for rational thinking. So that's why until it's okay, that may developed be, that until needs the to age be. 25 or so. When was this posted so. up? When was this posted? 25 or so. When was this posted? Look. Okay, or so. I get that, but they should be giving it an age range. Yeah. Not something that just says or so. 25 or so means older to me, and I don't like that. That means, like, give or take in either direction. Yeah, but that's four years, and I was already like this. I was living on my own at 17. I was making terrible decisions <clears throat> until I was 20, but we're here now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, some people are forced to grow up a lot faster, and I'm not saying this as anything... I'm not saying this against you at all. Oh, I'm not insulted. Yeah, I I'm mean, I'm, I'm saying... Uh, I'm stating my opinion towards the Whatever kid topic. we were talking about. Who were we talking about? We were talking about God. That's J1, fool. <laughs> J1 is what you were saying? I thought yeah. that was a clause. <laughs> you can't do fucking sign language on a podcast, Hannah. <laughs> J1. <laughs> yeah, that's sign language. <laughs> but you can't do that on a podcast. People can't hear it. I will, I will put in Ninja I'm going to go ahead and let you know. And post. I was trying to give you a leg up on your own podcast because you forgot the fool's name of the story you were saying, and I was coughing. No, I remember his name. You did it? Yeah, I did. I said it. I was like, J1 has been doing these blog posts, and then we started going on. But we were talking about a kid whose frontal cortex hadn't developed yet is what I was talking about. My bad. I wasn't there. That's why this conversation started. Go ahead. Yeah, you weren't here. So J1, he posts these things, right? These blog posts that are, you know, kind of long, like motivational, uh... You know, some information, some about whatever, Mercury's in retrograde, whatever, all that fucking weird shit. <laughs> and <laughs> he posted this one today or a couple days ago that was like, uh, he was like, here's an exercise for everyone to do. Go outside, find a flower, and put your face, like sit down, put your face like eight inches away from the flower, and 
look at it. Examine it. And just look at all the bumps and the grooves on it and the imperfections and the pedals and, you know, just kind of appreciate it and think about how this flower came from a seed and how it grew little by little every day and the journey that it took to become what you're looking at and that you'll grow this deeper appreciation for life and for living things and you'll be able to you'll turn your brain off it's like a like an easier way of meditation to where you don't think about anything but the flower and he he worded it crazy can you play it back right now uh no why you can't just stop it and play it back no why nothing what happened (gasps) i heard something weird you didn't hear that no what'd you hear like a like a really deep low laugh and i thought it was you for a second but it wasn't loud it was low okay we're gonna go back and listen to it because it was weird and then like i thought i saw something right here and then something here and then i looked at him and he's all freaked out do you remember what it was (laughs) when i was saying it uh, probably like 40 seconds ago when my i went weird in the face right mm-hmm. yeah that's we- i don't know dude okay here we go okay we went back and listened to it it's just as i thought you're crazy and there's no there's no noise i'm just gonna go ahead and say that because i was told not not to <laughs> we're not gonna break talk policy about it. <laughs> there was a little bit of a noise but we're not gonna talk about it we're not we're just gonna stay here mm-hmm. and uh so it <laughs> wasn't awkward all right yeah. so uh dog no i thought that i thought that this thing that that jay once said was uh it was a beautiful idea yeah it is and it was cool like he ended it with if you think that this sounds uh like a ridiculous exercise then you probably need this more than anybody everyone needs to stop and like for real appreciate everything around them yeah all this shit's crazy dude. i do it all the time all this shit's crazy Mm -hmm. dude yeah think about it we're fucking breathing on this planet walking around we have clothing on someone invented fucking music and all this shit Mm -hmm. and it's 2018 and we're here we all have computers in our pockets we have chevrolet legs Mm -hmm. (laughs) some of us have chevrolets yeah we're doing good and we in particular live in california which is awesome people fucking write about this place and you know stop (laughs) <laughs> They're all like, uh, you know, I can't wait to, I can't wait to get to old California, and they wanna, they wanna make it here. I know life. for fact that was not the best voice you could do. That was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's my regular voice, okay? So, oh, sorry, I don't know he stopped to, acting know for a minute. You. He turned it off. Go ahead. Yeah, I, this is my podcast voice, and this is my regular voice. <laughs> my regular voice. My regular voice, y'all. Dude, that is terrifying. Yeah. So you, you sound like a fucking creep <laughs> i'm not doing it anymore i'm trying not to i'm doing my radio voice <laughs> all right like, sorry i insulted your real voice yeah so don't bring it up i get self-conscious about it that's why i don't use it on the show because i used to i used to use Visual it right here. <laughs> back in the beginning have you ever seen ninja chop ninja chop <laughs> can we watch it yeah <laughs> I can't. Is My that, dad showed me this. Is that what I should look up? Ninja Chop? N I. <laughs> Just Ninja Chop, dude. It'll come N-I-N-J-I? up. N I N J I? Uh huh. Okay, there it is. Ninja Chop. So hold on. Let me give you background real quick. All right. This dude right here. He owns a karate studio. So God knows where. I have no idea. He says it. I don't know if I can understand him. But this is a legit video he made marketing his business. Go ahead. This first one right here? Yep. Ninja Chop. 
Junie Chop. Play it. Hillbilly Ninja School. Dude, I'm serious. This literally was a thing. Oh my god. A fucking Judy Chop. I love how a the... A Judy Chop. <laughs> You'll hear it, dude. You can read it. I love how the Slap Chop or whatever was in there, too. It was like the number three video. Oh, yeah. Of course. Diamond Dave's Ninja School. Come on down. Okay, what? Look at watch. Hold on. <laughs> Diamond Dave's Ninja School. That, oh, I got that. That was the only part I understood. <laughs> He's introducing this girl, which I'm pretty sure like, I actually know is, her. I think she moved down here. Down Linda. And I got now to hear Diamond Dave Ninja School. What we gonna teach you? I hope that. What we gonna teach you? Now, first Lauren. Day. Her name's Lauren. He said Lauren. Hold that, Lauren. All right. I gotta go to look the at her smile. Now. She's so I gotta proud. figure out what the fuck this guy's talking about. <laughs> we should have subtitles. Dude, that's so much fun because I think they're auto-generated and it was fucking... <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got subtitles on. Let's do this. See if anybody even gets it. You're now a proud owner of one at Diamond Days. Nope. <laughs> During our proud owner won a Diamond Days, a Ninja Teaching Flex. I need a pen. This hairpin is... Some on, come on in here, Ninja... This here's my ninja Jada. Come on down. What we gonna teach you, I hope that darling. What we gonna teach you in the first episode. Hold that, no one. <laughs> he said darling. <laughs> Hold that, darling. She's giving her so, different names. It's a proper stance and a proper kind of favor. And uh, you got your gym. Dude, you can't. It, now the subtitles say a proper stance and a proper kind of even. And you got your Jimmy. And you got your Jimmy. Jimmy Chop. Alright. You got your karate chop. And you got your ninja chop. Now what smart thing is And you got your needs each other. <laughs> ninja chop. That you two things he's saying. Yeah. And you got your ninja chop. Now what smart thing you do. Now what smoke thing you do is like I when you use a judo. That was actually right. That's what he said. He said, "Smart thing you do is like I win use a judo." He said those words. We're gonna go back and play it again, but he definitely said those words. Watch. Now, what smart thing you do is like I win use a, a judo chopping. Dude, it's fucking on point. They finally caught it. They're like, okay, we got, we figured out what this guy's saying now. They didn't get his dialect. Like uh, you know, for you beginners, you know, I like that judo chop. That's what you don't like want. Like a t. <laughs> Like I do T2. <laughs> do is I could be a Judy chopping and a Kung Fu kicking. And there goes your leg. What? That's so dumb. That fire. Hard as a rock, baby. Let me show you something. I'll have nice time, baby. Don't put it in front of your face. I don't want to hurt you. You got me. And what we're going to do here. We're gonna work on the ninja chops. What we gonna do? Uh, you go with ninja chop. Well, well, now say. Now sometimes yeah. it don't always work for an ninja. For know, a ninja. You practice to make a perfect. Don't go Makes ninja. Nobody don't need ninja. Alrighty. <laughs> don't go ninja. Nobody that don't need ninja. That's great advice. Life life motto. Mm -hmm. If I was put there in my pockets, that would get me for consumer of a daily acquaintance. His hands. You got your son fellow coming at you out in the trailer park? 
Greater cannon backer, you say? No, says no, I. No, says I. Watch this, people. Yeah, we just run through 12 points. It's a fucking hockey puck. Ninja stars. Right there. A ninja star. That was a can of tobacco. It was a can. I thought it was a fucking hockey puck. My even bad. less, even less dangerous. A can of tobacco. That is, that's now a ninja star. That's just gonna bounce off of an intruder's chest and just be like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, you throw your tobacco. Thanks, man. Maybe it'll explode. <laughs> like, but still, it's not gonna create any sort of. What are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, I gotta clean this up." Yeah, it's just gonna. You know they're tweaking. They gotta like. Tobacco's gonna fall everywhere. Yeah, everyone, everywhere where he filmed this is tweaking. <laughs> All of them. He's got a jump rope. He can't get caught. He needs an outfit, you know. And like the fellers coming at you with a Judy top. Are you coming at the fan motion? Well, you stuck the Judy top right yonder. Right yonder, dude. How you gonna, how you gonna Judy top on that? There ain't no Judy top on that right yonder. There ain't no Judy top on that right yonder. <laughs> I no, live in North Carolina. This is literally it. This is not a game. Don't you to be Chinese at home on your kids or your dogs, okay? Huh? We got three full fellas now. What we do is we call it a ninja whomping action. Whomping action. Right, we, we get our nutshots. We got a fire hole on her, needing nunchuck and hands. Those aren't nunchucks. It's a jump rope. Jump rope folded in half. We get to hump. Thank you for parsing. All right. He did. It put like a little Spanish <laughs> on ninjas. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I think it's a trip. He was really promoting his business. Wow. At least he went out there and did it. Very true. He's out there doing it. Maybe. That's more Probably a lot of people not anymore, but he won America's Funny Some Videos, I'm pretty sure. What? Really? I had pretty, there was people laughing in the background. You didn't hear that? <laughs> Dude, I totally didn't. <laughs> you thought he was like, performing this in front of a crowd of people that were just laughing at Maybe him? I just thought he put a laugh track on there. A lot of people do that. <laughs> thought he put a laugh track on his own thing. Yeah. Wait, was there laughing? We have though? fun. Yeah. Or were we laughing? No, that too, but yeah. Okay. You don't believe me? You're going to watch it again? I want to watch it again because I didn't Judy hear any laughing. Chop. You got to just watch the beginning. You'll laugh. You'll hear laughing. Yeah, I'm just going to watch the... Just the first three seconds and you got this. <laughs> I don't know. She has a problem. No, no. Go, eh, go back. Well, that would die if you need you, Come on. You're now a proud owner of one of Diamond Days. Oh boy! Yes, sir. They're still laughing the whole time. They're like giggling, like <laughs> like after little things, like a little applause sign came on, a little cheesy one, not the full one. Yeah, you don't think it's funny, and you're all <sighs> yeah. There's like two. There's one that's like applause, and there's one that's like applause a little bit. A pop. Oh, you're out. It's clogged. Stop unpack. This is clogged and empty. You need to get it clean. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you yell at me, mean mug me, and then turn your whole face around to the side. You're like, turn. now you get profile <laughs> face because I'm angry. And you, who are you going to podcast I'm gonna put with? put these Someone hands up like I got some nails. Oh, shit. Now <laughs> fucking Janique was coming out. Wow, with a J. Yeah. All right. Well. That was really racist, but <laughs> you can't put that anywhere. I can't put a J in? You can't put that anywhere. Oh, good. Janiqua came out. Like, what the fuck? Have you ever been to work? Oh, wait. You work at Fatty's? Yeah. 
I can't say shit like that. You can't really. I can in the grooming salon, but if I said it out, out and about, dude, I get my manager is not gonna fuck, dude. He's Muslim, and he like has his head shaved, and he has a beard and everything. And he's cool. He's totally a cool guy. But he like not that he wouldn't be. What does that have to do with you? Shh, listen, at work, he's my manager, right? Yeah. So he throws shit at us at the grooming salon because we're back there on the computer checking dogs in and shit. So he threw this giant dog toy at me. And he usually throws treats and shit. And he can't fucking hit anything. No offense. You know who you, know who you are. <laughs> but funny as fuck, dude. I threw it back to him. I was like, I'm pretty sure that at this point people can just go into Petco and look for the Wow, I didn't say Petco. What do oh, I do for a living? No. Booyah. Beep. That's it's okay. I mean. You can probably look me up on Facebook and know what I do for a living. Yeah, it does say it on that. Um, anyways, he came over and he was like... Uh, I know I told him, I was like, you throw like a girl, you probably should never get involved in sports. And he goes, there's a reason, there's a no, no Arabs in the uh, in the NFL or in something in sports. And he's like, because we only throw things that blow up because we can't hit our target. <laughs> Do not put this anywhere either. He said that hella loud on the floor, though. That's funny. I so was like, seems, whoa. It, it seems like you could do a Shaniqua voice and it would be no big deal. I go through the drive thru and I do that. Yeah. So and I pull up to the window, and people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then do you switch back to your regular voice after no. that? No, most of the time they're like, is there a car that was in front of you? They're like, is your order the, the next one? <laughs> like, you could- I remember there was a guy, an Irish guy at Carl's Jr. that like worked the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And I would get him all the time. Like, he sounds cool. Every time I went there, it was just like this like dude with this really thick Irish accent. And he looked like a stereotypical like Irish guy, like uh, like Brad Pitt. In uh, in Snatch, do you remember that movie? Nope. Great film. Uh, <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Finn, great film. I think it won awards. I already clapped. But either way, no, I was clapping. I was matching your claps. I actually clapped more than you. You did, but, and I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, I like went to the drive-through like five times and got. Not in a row. Oh God! Like, like that just sounds like in a row. Th- this was like this is like you know throughout throughout like months like over the span of a few oh, months. Hi, dog. I went to the drive through like five times, got this uh, this Irish lad yes. taking my order. Fella. One day, I go in there. You have to no. Do it all in an Irish voice now. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah. I can't. If I, I did it, would you? I can't do accents. When I'm trying to do accents, I do different accents. you got to say one word that sets you into the accent. Uh, good lard. Uh, That's a good one for you. Yeah, that is you good. You can hold it. <laughs> um, All right, I whatever, Booyah. I'm not going to do it. I know you're not. Go. <laughs> not. So what happened is I go in there and I fucking walk in. Instead of going in the drive-thru, walk in. And he's talking to... He's talking to one of the employees there, and he's using a regular non-Irish voice. Where did he work? Carl Jr. The one where? Over on Twenty Fourth Street. Did he have blonde hair? I don't. Yeah, he looks Irish. So yeah. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Never mind. Never mind. I'm thinking somebody else. There's towels in the. Yeah, there you go. Um. Yeah, but he had been faking it this whole time. 
That's Vegas. kind of funny. And he got me. He made it interesting. He made his job interesting. Yeah, he did. He had a good time. I'm not mad at he him. He probably for changed it. up the, the the accent every time, and you got yeah. lucky. And I <laughs> <laughs> I got Irish five times in a row. Dude, yeah. Uh huh. You got lucky, Irish. Yeah, but uh, but now you know, for David or whoever it is, I carry on the legacy, and I do it every once in a while when I enter the phones at work. Yeah, and I used I'll to do, do that at work. I'll do just some weird accent. Because what are people gonna even even if your accent is horrible? And it's like they're gonna be like your accent's not real mix, over the phone. And it's, yeah, no one's gonna be like, "What's your what's with the fake accent?" That way, when they complain, they'll be like, "I don't know her name, but she was British." You're like, "You called the wrong place, lady." Yeah, you definitely <laughs> called the wrong place. <laughs> well, uh, I think that um, I I I hope that guy's okay. Yeah, I do too. That actually reminds me, we need to call Starbucks. Because I need to check on Mark. Have I told you about Mark? Is Starbucks <laughs> open? No, Starbucks customer service. Who's Mark? Whoa, wait, you know a guy? Okay, yeah. So this is what happened. We uh, we had we were having a conversation about Starbucks, and we were mad about you know some sort of uh, we had some sort of customer service you know uh, uh, grievance with Starbucks. So. We called them and got this guy named Mark who totally like drops his guard. And I think he was like really high. And he thought that he was like just having a conversation with a friend for a minute. And then he was like, oh, so sorry. Uh, how can I help you? And then he was like, he was pretty helpful, like about our thing. It was like a caramel caramel situation. Yeah. And then we tried to call him back and they couldn't connect us to Mark. That's like not how it works. We got Shaniqua instead. And she told us, you know, I cannot connect you to Mark, but I can take a message for him. And then we left a message, which she took down word for word. And then it's supposed to be passing this on to Mark. We called the third time on the next episode. Raven answered. She got mad because Ty said that. So Raven, she hung up on us. So now we're going to call again. We're just calling until Mark answers. Or until someone that's in the same building as Mark. Dude, what if Mark doesn't work there anymore? This is an infinite possibility situation. No, Mark works there. Let me talk to her. You don't know who it's going to be. Let me talk to whoever it is. Don't assume anyone's I'm going to get Mark for you. All right. For one. What is Mark working? What's her situation? Seriously. What is what? Who's, what is Mark working and what's her situation? What do you mean, what's the situation? What problem are we having, Booyah? We, we need to get in contact with Mark. What was I speaking with Mark he about? He works in customer service. What issue was I having when I spoke with Mark? About a caramel caramel situation. Do I really have to say that? Or am I just trying to get to Mark? Is Mark real? They're close. Let me leave a message. Please give us a call back during business hours. Oh, don't have a message Seven days a week, 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. Now I want a break call. 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. They're closed for six hours. Oh, I thought it just said, this is God at the end. And we hung up. Dude, I was like, well, what? This is God, by the way. <laughs> you just hung up. And I'm like, you're not real. <laughs> He's all trying to show you booyah. <laughs> like, yeah. Every turn. Tell me all about Starbucks' every turn. business This is hours. why you have these Evan Almighty moments. Yeah. I have a lot, and I just deny them all. Just, um, what? I want to leave voicemails on people's mailboxes. Yeah. Do you want to do it right now? Yeah, we got to call, like, corporations or something. Okay, let's do it. Wait, what, who are we going to call? We're going to call... Let's call John LaRosa's Automotive in Tascadero. Oh, wait, no, actually, never mind, not him. 
No, we're going to call John's Auto in New York. In Nebraska. Uh, John's Auto Repair, Woodmere, New York. Okay. Okay. It's on speakerphone. Can... Oh. What am I talking about on here? You said you wanted to leave a voicemail. Just hold it up so okay. the so the people can... You like can start 67 this at all. No, that's fine. <laughs> you say whatever you want, I'll just... <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> I don't answer my phone anyway. He's going to answer. <laughs> You're going to answer my name? You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm here. Well, they're not, not going to have a voicemail, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking auto shops. I mean, it is a shop, so it could be set to like the highest amount of rings before it goes to a voicemail. True. So they have they time work to cars. I used to work. Wipe. Oh, you, we used to work at Home Depot. We get it. Okay. No, I used to work <laughs> at an auto body shop. I don't think they have a voicemail. It's been 15 seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. been one week since you looked at me. Hey. All right. We'll call John's Auto Repair in Nebraska. This is in. Brooklyn, New York. Oh, hey, God. we're in Brooklyn. We're calling like the angriest New Yorkers ever. <laughs> get the mafia. They're going to open it right now. Oh, dude, what if we do? What if we do get some mafia owned repair shop? And we're like, and, like fucking around and they're like, kill those kids. <laughs> like, we're adults. We're adults and we're joking. Please. <laughs> we're adults and we're joking. <laughs> None of these shops. What what up with the East Coast though? I thought New York was a city Wait, that, that one never blipped. slept. It blipped. One eight six two nine oh one six seven. This is a weird shop. There is. Go ahead. Go for it. Are you serious? No. Here. <laughs> no. Oh, do a different that? one. That doesn't sound like a shop message. That was a message for sure. Here we that go. was totally not something that sounded like a business message. How about pit stop garage? In okay. Flushing, New York. Flushing. Here, I'm doing this one. No, I'm doing it for real. No. No, give it to me. You lost your privileges. That didn't sound like a shot. Don't you have a phone? You We're doing this together? You yeah. should put two Chinese food restaurants. We're different people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at different times. All right, I'm going to look one up. We're going to do this. Come on, Pit Stop Garage. Hello. We are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Everybody's like a we Google will return voice. your call. Um, fuck. See, it's hard when you do it now because I was just going to like leave like a, I was going to leave like a regular message, but then I want to do something that's like funny and like weird, but then I don't want to go too far because of the mafia thing. Yeah, the mafia thing's a big deal. Yeah. Um, pit stop garage, man. That's the truth. And I will give this, uh, oh wait, we'll do a commercial for him. How's that? Yeah, they probably would like that. That's a great idea, and you could use this, and you could take this audio and put it on something else. Uh, Pit Stop Garage, Auto Repair Shop in Flushing, New York. 4.7 stars on Google Reviews. Pretty sweet, right? Nine yeah, they reviews. they must do some really good work. Oh, We're no. repping you over here. What's happening? No, wait, my phone's tripping out. I was trying to turn on my Google Assistant. Why? I don't know. But keep up the good work, and if you're with the mafia... We love you. We love you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what do you? What do I do? What, what were you gonna do? Nothing. I was gonna do something. At least I did something. Well, I did something. All right, hold on. I got Boom. something for you guys. You should have been calling them already. I don't know why. I thought you. I'm had finding something, something different. I'm not gonna call an auto body shop. 
You gonna call a place that's open? It's midnight. There's a lot of things that are closed, Booyah. There's not only auto body shops in the fucking... No, there's a lot of things that are open, too. Hold I on. asked if you're going to call something that's open. Are you? No. You want me to call something that's open? No. You're supposed to leave a voicemail. That's what the plan was. Call a taxidermist. Ooh. Actually, you know what? That's a great idea. Call a taxidermist and ask them no, what... No, I'm going to do whatever I want with a taxidermist. Leave me alone. Okay. Fine. Just call the taxidermist already. <laughs> but don't don't call one here. Duh. Don't call a I got taxidermist. that. I got that. Call got one that. in New York City. <laughs> that's tied with dude, taxidermy probably mafia as well. I got plans. Do you? I do. Do you got it all figured out? Do it. Is this uh oh, there it is. Don't look at me with those eyes. He's going to be open. Just all creepy. Hello. This is all the next taxidermy. What? Nothing. Thank you for calling Hunter's Haven Taxidermy. We're sorry we are not in the shop at this time. If you will please leave your name and number at the sound of the time. Who will return your the sound of the time. Our new location is 16881. Beep! <laughs> that was a loud sensor beep. Hi there. I was uh, curious if you guys help out. If I hit something on the back of the road back there, and I got to go back and check out what it is. I'm not 100% sure yet, but I know that, like, you guys hang things up, and this is kind of a really iconic moment for me. Who are you me. talking to? Hey! Could could you not? Who is that? Hold, hold on. Is that Jim? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, what the fuck? Dude? Oh, shit. That was really stupid, Booyah. What are we doing? We're not packing enough weed, and we got to write a song, too. We're yeah, we're done. That was it. We're just finishing the crank call section, and then now it's over. The crank call section? Yeah. That was two crank calls. They were voicemails. <laughs> What are you doing? You always just take the headphones off. We have to sign off. Hey, everybody. Off. I hope you guys have a fantastic night. I'm taking off these headphones and signing the heck out. Natural Habitat Recordings.